Some observers quietly warn that South Sudan is well on its way to becoming a failed state, with risks to civilians and those sent in to help remaining at dangerous levels. The most uh, dangerous country that... Uh, that John Ging is operations director at the Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs. It's uh, the most uh, dangerous country that, uh, that humanitarian workers are... Are, are living and working in at the moment and that says a lot because there's a lot of competition for that uh, for that position. Um, I say that because we've lost more humanitarian workers in South Sudan than anywhere else. So that gives evidence of the uh, of the danger. More than half the population or 6.1 million people are in need of humanitarian assistance. 3.7 million are estimated to be severely food insecure, one million more than this time last year. John Ging believes that every element of the functioning of the country is deteriorating given the faltering peace process, a deteriorating security situation due to an escalation in fighting. Children are also bearing the brunt. One in three schools in South Sudan have been damaged uh, or destroyed uh, or lost their equipment or are closed. Um, so a third of the schools in, in South Sudan um, uh, have, have been uh, destroyed or closed. Um, and that means only two-thirds uh, are, are, are fun functioning. That's impacting on the education of over 900,000 uh, children. Um, and uh, UNICEF point to the psychological damage that are being done to, to those children. Um, and, uh, and that is something that, uh, that, that I, I saw and witnessed visibly myself. The UN last week warning of escalating violence along ethnic lines that could lead to genocide. Damid Yang is special advisor on its prevention. Conversation with all actors have confirmed that what began as a political conflict has transformed into what could become what could become an outright ethnic war. With the stalling of the implementation of the peace agreement, the current humanitarian crisis, a stagnating economy and the proliferation of arms, all of the ingredients are there for a dangerous escalation of violence. In December 2013, the country fell into a civil war, pitting tribe against tribe in what appeared to be a politically motivated struggle. A peace agreement signed in August 2015 brought a glimmer of hope, only for the agreement to fall apart in July this year as the country descended back into violence along ethnic lines. I heard reports of violence that included targeted killings, assault, maiming, mutilation and rape by armed men, some in uniform and others not. There were cases of the barbarous use of machete, which remind me the Rwanda, the hundred days in Rwanda. The Security Council is due to consider the situation in South Sudan on Thursday with calls from various sectors for the imposition of an arms embargo, a move that Russia in the main has blocked in the past. I'm Shervin Bricepies in New York.